0: You're listening to Priceless Beauty's podcast. Hey beautiful, Pamela Price here, makeup and spray tan artist, educator and owner of Priceless Beauty Studio, an international award-winning beauty business. But more importantly, I will be your host and cheerleader on this journey of self-love, self-awareness and growth. Life didn't come with an instruction manual. And entrepreneurship can be a lonely and scary road at times. I am personally inviting you to join me on this brave adventure together while I chat with women just like you who open up and share their secrets about their business, their inspiration, and their stories. When we empower one another, great things happen. All right, babe, thanks so much for pressing play. Welcome to the Priceless Beauties podcast, where we connect with incredible women entrepreneurs to share their inspiring stories and insights. I'm so excited to announce our guest today, who is just as passionate about entrepreneurship and empowerment as our listeners are. She's not just a best selling author, she's also a captivating speaker, a publisher, a wholesale expert, and also my coach. <laughs> You might have seen her amazing work featured on Hay House Radio, Rogers TV, Huffington Post, Mompreneur. I had to make notes because there's no way I could remember all your accomplishments. <laughs> She's graced the stage of renowned Marie TV. Plus, she was recognized as top 100 Black woman to watch in Canada. So her influence just extends very wide and I'm sure has touched countless people. And of course, she is my coach that has helped me to work on my mindset, transformed some of my goals, helping me transform them into reality. You provide, you you do this for many people, of course, in your one-on-one programs and into your mentorship classes that you offer. You provide tools for women, helping them with greater wealth, confidence, impact, and freedom through purpose-driven business. Ocechi is our guest, my coach, and she's here to help empower us and give us some Tips, hopefully, for anybody listening who's on a journey of business and
1: personal growth. Thank you for having me. love that introduction. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun.
0: Thank you. Yes. So maybe just share. That was like a big mouthful. But maybe share in your words kind of a little bit about your journey and your personal story of how you got into this side of the industry.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, I, my goodness, I've always had the entrepreneur spirit. And I think for me, the pathway into sort of like what I'm doing right now, like coaching and mentoring and consulting. Back in like 2008, my sister and I, we actually had a wellness center. So we had like, it was elite spa fitness and therapy. We had a yoga studio, we had a therapy clinic, we had a spa, we had a fitness center, and we had like a lot of different holistic practitioners working with us. And so it was, like, um you know, we had a bricks and mortar location. It was amazing. I loved it. But, you know, it was when I say blood, sweat and tears, quite literally, and it it was hard. But it was through that experience where, we you know, we were, it was in Toronto. And then when I moved, we moved to Whitby in Durham region, east of greater Toronto area, I recognized that I really wanted to be location independent. And then also too, as What I recognized in my wellness center was our yoga, um, you know, our yoga therapist, the physio, the RMT, the, the homeopath, you know, they were all amazing at what they did. Like they were so good. They were brilliant, but they sucked at business like they literally did. And, you know, the thing with my wellness center is. Even though it was ours, but a lot of the practitioners, it was almost like it was their own business within our business. And so I recognized that even though they were so good, they were kind of like they were sort of entrepreneurs. Like like I said, business within their business, but the business side of it, they didn't know. And then that got me really into Then I started to learn about the coaching industry. And like I said, when I had my wellness center, I lived in Toronto, was eight minutes away. Then we had moved about 45 minutes to an hour east of the, east of the location. And that's when I really got into coaching and seeing all this. Oh my God, like being location independent, I can work from home. I can just do online. I can make more impact and reach more people. And that's when I started getting into my coaching certification. And from there, you know, the coaching was more. It was like the personal development coaching. And when I first started, it was just pure personal development coaching. But I missed the business because I'm like, you know, before my wellness center, I used to be a senior category manager. I managed multi-million dollar categories. I love numbers. I love marketing. And so I wanted to infuse all of those different elements. And that's when I got into, you know, business coaching consulting, and really infusing my loves of personal development, strategy, marketing, all of that stuff to really give my clients an edge. And it was from there that we ended up selling the wellness center. And then, you know, I started working from home and then being able to now impact a lot of people and actually work with, I would say about 50 to 60% of my clients are international. So it's been great to have that opportunity to really be worldwide and also make that impact and being location independent, which is something that I've always wanted to do. I know we have that in common too.
0: That's a great transition too. And I'm sure that jumping from having such a large responsibility with all these moving parts, having a physical space. And I'm sure, you know, it sounds like, I don't know what your numbers look like, but it sounds like it was a business that was thriving and doing well. And then going to now working for yourself and then by yourself. I mean, you do have a team now, but what did that look like in terms of like mindset to make that jump from something that was really physical, really tangible to something that's kind of, Oh, let's help people online. Like, and how long ago did that happen? Like, what was the timeframe that happened?
1: Oh, wow. So it's been like about over 10 years now. Right. So I would say in the beginning of my wellness center, honestly, it was the struggle was real. Like, oh, my goodness. I like I had a condo. I'm like, I don't even know how we pay. I paid for my condo in like two years, like like when before it started to really take off. But it started to take off and it was great. And then we ended up selling it. So the transition, to be honest, it wasn't like a big hard shift from When I went from the physical location to independent, because I bridged it, right? I was working with some clients. When I had my wellness center, I used to do a couple of workshop within it. So then when we left the location, and to be honest, I exhaled. Why? Because I didn't have, like you said, all that responsibilities in terms of the overhead, the staffing. I didn't have to always drive in like 45 minutes, one hour away to check in to make sure everything was okay. And at that point, I was a first-time mom and I had my son, right? Like the work of having to go there. And at one point too, I went back when I had my wellness center before I started thriving or being better. I went back to a full-time job because I needed to sustain myself. So at that point, I exhaled, right? So it's a little bit of a different shift because it allowed me where, you know, there was money coming in. So it wasn't feast or famine because I'd sold the location. And then now I didn't have all that responsibility that I used to have. And then I got to be home with my son. So, and, and I got to work from home and work around his schedule. So that it was more of a relief for me at that point when that happened, because it just, I was able, and again, there was work that I needed to do where at one point, you know before I before I left it full time. And then I started to build some, do some online programs, got a little bit of client. So then that way when it was sold, there was some income that I had and then started to build my business. So there was a lot of, there was some planning, Mm -hmm. but so that way there's things coming. And of course I saved a lot of money not having to commute, right? So that was a big thing for me.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about like the transition period for people, like where somebody's in a situation. Maybe they have their own business, or they have a nine to five, and then they're thinking, okay, I want to make this transition. Something that feels right for me at this time. Maybe there's a risk involved. There always, I guess, is there a is. risk involved, right? But and it seems to me like you you followed what like felt good for you and what was right for you in that time, not knowing that you would be here today with all of those accomplishments, right? Like you didn't know, like, Oh goodness happen. gracious.
1: Absolutely not. And point? I mean, yeah, the biggest thing, I think the f- biggest one for me was when I first left my full-time job where, I mean, with bonuses and everything, it was like a six figure salary, and then left to open up my wellness center. That beginning part was like, you know, it was literally you will build it and they will come, right? I did a business plan. We got a loan. Like literally my sister and I had just enough to open the doors. That for me was the biggest like jump and risk. And so for me, especially if you're like, if you're in a full-time job and then, um, you know, leaving it to do something, whether it's full-time or you're doing it on the side. One of the things I always tell people, I have, you have clients in that is where, you know, have an exit strategy, right? I always say, you know, take a look at what are your, expenses your uh, monthly expenses coming in right how can you slow? and then what expenses do you have right now that you can cut off if you didn't have your full-time job so a lot of the commuting and all that all that different areas and then from there have that plan have an exit strategy maybe it's a year maybe it's 18 months right but so that way you can start to build your business and fund it and then what i what i find that does is it makes you show up because if not if you don't start doing the posting reaching out to people the consequence is is being stuck in that job that you don't like. So have that plan in place. What does that exit strategy look like? What does that number look like? So that way, at least you can feel confident, right? Like, I mean, you know, there's no feast or famine because when you're in the feast and famine, you end up taking the wrong clients. It's much harder to make traction when you're there. And then when you have that plan, fundamentally, one of the biggest mindset shift that I had was see that full-time job as a silent business investor. Because for me and a lot of people, oh my God, this soul sucking place that I'm in. Like, what is that energy? Right? I hate this soul sucking. When I saw it, I'm like, oh my God, okay. So, this is a silent investor who's not asking for any share of my business. I can use some of the money that it's giving me to not only sustain myself, but then I can invest into the software and my program, adding other things in, right? And all it asks is where I show up for, okay, maybe it's nine to five or I'm showing up three times a week, right? That mindset shift, honestly, if anybody's there right now, it's going to be critical because then you show up, then, you know, you stay out of like your, you know, any drama that's happening within the workplace. And then there's also a gratitude for that place where it's either so, no longer is a soul-sucking thing it is this thing that is giving you funding for you to build your business on the side provide for you and all it's asking is for you to show up a few times you know maybe five times a week or three times a week and they'll give you that and it's not asking for any share of your business that you're building so when you have that plan make that shift where it's not a soul-sucking place but it's a place that is investing silently in your business. That's going to allow you to make that exit when the time is right for you. So yeah, that's helped me.
0: That's such a great, very simple way to shift a perspective. I mean, we go places all the time and you, I always feel like I overhear people complaining about things all the time, Just Always complaining, 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 Like I'm very grateful to have a crew that cleans my house. One of the things I've been able to do as a result of the steps I've taken in my business, I chose not to spend time doing something that I don't enjoy doing. And so I've had the privilege of having somebody come and do the deep cleaning in my house. And I even love them and I overhear them complaining while they're here doing the service and just little things like when I go out for dinner, restaurants, you know, staff talking between themselves. And it's so interesting because- It's like how quickly we forget how lucky we are to have something that is allowing us to pay for our bills, take care of our children, do the things that we need to do. And again, I'm lucky to be in a position where I have my own business. And so the only person I would have to complain to is myself. Yeah, (laughs) I can't complain about anybody or anything because I've created this myself, right? So that's such a great way to look at things. So just like a simple, simple shift of how to reframe a thought about something that maybe isn't exactly where we want to be right now, but it's helping us as like a vehicle to get us to where we want to be down the road, maybe. So I love that so much. And One thing that I wanted to bring up, because just something personal from between you and me, I remember when I had run into you at that woman's networking event, the first time I ran into you and I'd been following you for a while and I knew about all about your planner. She has a planner, by the way, if you guys are planners, she has an awesome planner. We'll share more info about that in the show notes, but I had known about you for a while and you had asked me about what my goals are and then you just pointed out quickly (laughs) Like we basically just met and she's like, you are totally capable of doing this, but you don't believe in yourself. This part is missing in you. And I was like, oh "My gosh. Yes, no. so one thing I love about you is that you can kind of see through like the excuses and like the bullshit that we have like in ourselves and you just point it out and then you hold people accountable. And I really need that because I'm kind of like a type A and I'll just do all the things And I'll miss those other things and I won't address them myself. So that's something that I feel like we all need to have. (laughs) And it can't always be our spouse or our partner because we stop listening to them after a certain point of time, (laughs) certain things. So I feel like it's so important to have somebody that can come in with like a different perspective and that isn't afraid to point out something to somebody that. They might be not able to see themselves or deep down, we kind of know, but we're just not sure of how to work through that. And the whole self-worth and mindset around like worthiness and like seeing yourself being able to achieve the thing is something that's really, really challenging, like for myself. And I'm, I know this is like a pain point for a lot of people, even if they don't know, That's what it is that's stopping them from making that next move or making that plan to leave that job or to starting that business or to getting on a podcast or whatever that is for that person. Like, (laughs) can you just talk about that a little bit more?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think here's the thing. So often, especially as entrepreneurs, we focus on the symptoms, right? And procrastinating and feeling stuck, all this stuff, right? But as we know, when you really strip it and you see the cause and what's driving that, it's the whole same thing, like you know the the self worth, the you know whether it's confidence or you know be, being the identity. And here's the thing: something that I know in my bones that is our success is driven by identity. So I, I remember like, you know, we were having this talk and I mean, I've been doing this for over a decade. So I see it, right. Cause especially when we had that conversation, you know, and I can feel your energy, like there are certain words you're telling me, but there was, I just felt there was, there was not, there was an incongruency there where I'm like this, oh my God, this woman, like you, like you are a power woman. Like I can, I, I can see that. And I, and I knew that, but you know, and I sense that it was your identity did not match your vision, and this is something that I always say too. Is where, you know, when you have the goal as entrepreneurs, right? You know, we we want to build a certain type of business, or we want to work with certain type of people, or we want to earn a certain type of income. Our goal then is to match our identity to our vision, right? Something, this is something I learned from my mentor. Your identity is your destiny. Your identity will overshadow your, your potential, right? And so the work then is what do I, what, what is it I want to achieve? What identity would somebody who's already achieved it have? And now it's the work for me to step into it because that, because often, we do the backwards model where we, you know, we're just focused on the do do Okay, I heard TikTok. Oh, I heard email marketing, even though I love email marketing, you know, it's my go-to. You know, I heard his Facebook. I heard his uh, webinars. I heard his this. Another thing that I love from my mentor is he says, your doing is only as effective as the being doing the doing. So Meaning you're doing, the Facebook ads, the marketing, the webinars, all of that stuff is only as effective as your energy, as your consciousness, how you're showing up. It's only as effective as that. So you can do all that stuff. All of a sudden, oh, my work is not good enough. Who are they, you know, who am I to ask for this type of money, right? So you can do all those things, but it's only as effective as the energy. And so for me, that has been my biggest work, right? I, I journal every day to this day, I wish I had it, it's downstairs right now. My journal is filled with the identity that I want to become. And I'm writing it over and over again, because I know the beautiful brain of ours and neuroplasticity, right? Because in the past, my brain was, I had to struggle. I had to work really hard. I I I, I lacked, right? I grew up in a single mother household. At one point, she had $40 to her name. She had three girls, me and my two sisters, we were at a women's shelter. So I had that mentality, the identity of struggle, hard work, strife, and that did not serve me. So my work was, I get paid to be me. I get to show up. I am abundant. I thrive. And I had to tell myself that story over and over again, because my old story wasn't that. So it doesn't matter how much Facebook ads that I do. do. It doesn't matter how many networking events that I go to. My identity did not match my vision. I may achieve it, But then I will always be brought back to the identity that I see myself. So this is why it's critical. And here's the thing. It takes work. I'm not going to say you do this thing and, you know, you show up and that's it. And then there's always a layer. Even for me right now, when I set a new target, goodness, it's the same work. It's like, all right, let's buckle up. Let's do this work again. Because, you know, what got me there what got me here won't get me there. So that person who now is here is not the person there. So again, I ask myself the same question. What would be be the identity of the person who has achieved now this new level? And what is the work do I need to do to show up? Right. And I do practices like that where I show up. So that way it's me showing up and doing identity. And again, it's not like all of a sudden I'm there. No, sometimes something will happen. It'll bring me back. But I recognize, I recognize, okay, that old neural pathway is still there trying to make me play small. All right. I see it for what it is. And then I, I show up and I continue and then that's progress. Then it's progress, right? I'm no longer here, but I'm here. I'm not there, but I'm going, going. And, oh, okay, I might be brought down again. Okay, let me keep going, right? And I keep going as long as I'm making progress towards that goal. So that's why it's so important, like this, this whole thing about our self-worth, because if we don't think we deserve it and worthy of it, it's going to be hard for us to achieve it. And when we do, we are going to be brought back to that identity meaning we're going to do something that will will lose it or you know it's not going to show up as quickly as we want so that's why it's really powerful to do the identity work because again you're you know you can't outperform your identity you really can't
0: hey girl are you looking for more ways to generate leads in your business do you want your ideal clients to find you and book your services as easily as possible Would you like to save time while still providing essential details that persuade them to choose you? Can you imagine? Having clients leaving raving reviews, building your business's credibility for you. Maybe you're looking to establish trust before clients even step through your door or try your service. And if you're like me, then you're seeking a streamlined way for them to find and book your services online. If you're nodding along, you are exactly where you need to be ready to say yes to your business. Google my business is the number one source we use to generate our leads. And guess what? I've created a free Google my business training claim your spot today. Click the link in my bio to get your free training now. Wait, you're still here. Go get your training. You're missing out on potential clients and sales. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So many, so many powerful points right there. What is like one thing? Like I know we're all so busy. We have so many, you know, things on the go at once, especially like Female entrepreneurs, if we're playing a a heavy role taking care of our kids, if if you have kids, we're juggling so many things, you know, household responsibilities. I saw this funny Instagram video the other day, and I reposted it, and it was like a girl wearing a tracksuit, but then she had a bra over top. She was pushing, pushing a baby carriage. She had a wine bottle in one hand. She had like her headphones on the other. And she's just like me trying to work a nine to five, show up as a friend, you know, have a good time with my husband, take care of it. It's like, we have so many things that we are constantly juggling and we're wearing so many hats. Like I personally have a hard time slowing down, you know, journaling meditating, like just being like, okay with myself to slow down and like, think about my identity and talk to myself and journal to myself or listen, it's, it's very challenging to do that. What's a tip that's like kind of like an easy entry point for somebody that's maybe never even thought like, Oh, maybe I should take a few minutes to work on myself and we're not just talking about going to the gym or going to yoga or eating this healthy smoothie or whatever the case may be, but like really like deep down that inner work that really is the kind of catalyst that helps us to change our own perception of ourselves, which then allows us to have the right energy and to take the right actions and to have like the proper responses when those, you know, opportunities arise.
1: Yeah. So I think for me, I mean, I do have a practice that I do, but it could be so simple. I mean, I think sometimes we try to overcomplicate things, right? Sometimes I may have half an hour and it might just be me right before I get up. You know, there's a book I used to follow. I don't follow it. I haven't been a student of it for so long, but I I love the line that I, I always go to in the morning. Right. And it's just where, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? And I just stay quiet. Right. So I'm just like, I just, I get up And I just say that to myself and I just sit still just that like, what is it like a minute of stillness and silence is golden, right? So, you know, one thing I'll say to somebody where, especially as women, we, you know, we try to do it all. And this is something that is not serving us. We really, really, really need to take out, like take off that cape, that super mom, super woman cape that we have. It is harming us. So you know, we can have it all, but not at the same time. Right? There's certain things we need to simplify, to amplify. This is something that Maureen Furlio always says. And you know, and it's something where we you know, not everything matters equally at this time. So what matters now? Right now, as I'm speaking to you, I know my kids are at school and taken care of. So I'm gonna show up fully for my work, right? I'm all in. But after school, and I, and here's the thing, this is a practice. I don't get it right all the time, but this is where I give myself compassion and I don't shame myself, right? When they come in, I try to, okay, I'm going to go downstairs. What do they need? Okay. Are they doing their own thing? Then I can come back upstairs, right? Is start first starting off with just let, giving ourselves our, permission to not get it all right. That's okay. Like You don't have to get it right. So give yourself permission. And when you find yourself just going cr- in crazy town Give yourself self-compassion and forgiveness because you're doing the best you can. And so too is where you do the best you can. And so just give yourself that. One of the things that's helped me that is fundamental, like I think to me, hands down, you know, even when I'm in my crazy town and things are happening and I'm not getting in, like, you know, the hour that I wanted to get in, the one thing that's fundamental for me is my spiritual practice. And for me, this is spirit of your own understanding. Like this is where, whether you call it your higher self, whether you call it infinite intelligence, you know, all that is, you know, there's so many different words or names, God, infinite universe, doesn't matter, right? Um, Quantum field, right? So for me, it's been so fundamental that when all these things are happening, it's so important for me to recognize there's this power that created the entire universe that we all operate on. And this power can create anything at any time, but it needs our cooperation in this, right? And so when things are happening, I always find is my reminder to just stop. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? And just give myself, even if just 30 seconds, To just tune in. And sometimes I'll just, it's not like I get an answer, but there's just this sense like of, like I'm washed with a calmness. Like because before it was just ba, 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 all of a sudden I'm just kind of (sighs) like, I exhaled. And in that moment of exhale, clarity comes and then I can just do the thing. So I would say for somebody, just start with, just recognize that there is guides, angels, power. That is just waiting to support you. And for me, just knowing that and having complete faith in that brings me comfort. And then that way, when I'm doing stuff or when, you know, shit hits the fan, I can call on this power to help me and it gives me peace. So just even start with that. Even if you don't do anything with it, just know, you know what? This infinite power has your back, got you, and is waiting to support you. Just be aware of that. You don't even have to do anything. Just for the next week, buy into that belief. And then you can move on to, all right, what can I ask this power? What what do I want? Can it help clear some doors for me that's closed right now? And then start there. So that's something small. And it's not like this, I'm drinking my shakes and I'm working out. I'm doing it. No, it's just recognition.
0: Yeah. And it's small but when you think about it
1: it's huge huge
0: we're talking about the creation of everything
1: (laughs) see honestly this is what gets me like this is because sometimes like when we get especially when we get into our thing right we're like oh my god this problem i'll sometimes and it almost makes me giggle too because i'm like okay i sometimes i'll think like they're sitting there be like okay like i literally moved mountains i literally created all of this you think i don't i can't close that sale for you you think I can't make this like whatever thing easy? Like, come on now. Like, you know, I always think to myself like this, like when it's that big and I then I think about my problems, A, then it makes my problems seem so much smaller and so much more doable. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: It's actually mind blowing to, if you really think about it, how small <laughs> mm-hmm. we are, these people, and then that problem within us. You know your town, your city, your country, the world, the universe, the galaxy—like it's crazy. Like, yeah, really, that puts it in a uh, perspective because sometimes I think that we get just stuck on these small things at the moment. I think of my teenage kids and how massive they make like nothing. (laughs) I'm not talking to so and so. Yeah. (laughs) That's us.
1: Exactly. That's it us. really is. It in really is.
0: And in these situations that yeah. we're facing, it's like, it's silly. Like it's not yeah. to, not to undervalue the situation yeah, no. and life and emotions and things that we go through. But like, if you look back on the problem that maybe a year ago felt enormous, you probably have come up with a solution. You probably are over it and maybe even have a silver lining and you realize that actually happened for a reason and that it's helped me and it's served me. So that's something that's really helped me is to realize that these big problems are not necessarily problems. They're opportunities for us to learn and realizing that they're kind of small compared to like the potential of what is available to us is really, really powerful. Really, really helpful to me. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um,
0: Talking about challenging situations and setbacks other than that little tip, is there anything that can just be, you know, maybe something that you do a practice for you that helps you to stay motivated. And I like that you said that we can have everything, but not all at the same time. So I love that aspect, but in terms of like working towards bigger goals, And just kind of that motivation aspect, how do we continue to, and of course there's, you know, ups and downs and peaks and we're cyclical and all these things, but how do we kind of keep showing up after we do have that really tough setback or we do have a big life change or a transition? How do we keep moving forward during those tough times?
1: Yeah, I mean, so many different areas, ways I can go with it. So I think for me, I mean, you know, like there's that saying that comes, I think, what is that saying? Motivation is like, like a shower, like it doesn't last, right? And that's why it's almost like a shower. So you have to do it every day. So it's the same thing where, you know, what is the kind of practice? I know for me, like it's so, um, when I'm in the flow, when I'm going, and when I recognize that when I lose my motivation and I look at my, when I've fallen off it's always consistent, right? So it's for me, it's where when I get up, right, like I I like to move my body, whether it's yoga or a walk, and then I'll do my journaling. And my journaling is I don't journal like on what's happened. I journal my intention of what I want to see happening. And I read it. And when I read it, it's almost like that feel for me. And then so after I do my journal, so there'd be one where I talk about, you know, there's one I was there's a mantra I was journal on, you know, I'm a person who enjoys a life of great health, wealth, joy, love, abundance, and prosperity. And I write it over and over again. And then I'll write something that I want to happen. So for example, you know, I'm going to be in planner season soon, right? So it's like my planner's coming nice and early. They all sell out and it was so fast and fun, right? And I write that over and over again. And so when I write that, like, there's just, it's almost like when you go in the gas, like it's fueling it up. And I do this daily. And then I always write after that. Um, first, sorry, first I do a short meditation. Then I write that journal. And honestly, it's like a 40-minute practice. And then I'll read a line, you know, a chapter from like a book, right? And that book is always a book. I love my old school teachers, right? Like Neville Galdard, Florence Goldstein, Dr. Joseph Murphy, like those old school teachers, right? These were, I I love um, their work. So I'll read like a little line from them. And honestly, that like, it's like a fuel that, and then that helps drive me. And then that gets me once I do that and and I show up. And here's the thing, we're always going to have that ebbs and flow, right? And where you know, sometimes things are going to happen and you're not going to feel as motivated. Many times, I'll, sometimes I'll look at my why, right? This is why it's so important for us to have an intimate why that drives us. What is the consequences of not doing it? And really making that consequence is something that's intimate for you. And I think about that. And then again, that helps me show up because again... Sometimes we're not going to want to show up. but then I think about what's driving me, the people that I'm serving. I go back to like the emails and the content email. These people are like, oh, my God, you know, because of you. And I'm just like and even my like things that are free, like my email newsletter that I'll send out. on people like just emailing me about that. I think about that. Right. And to me, it's like it's not my work. My work, it goes beyond me. It's way beyond me. Right. And I think about all those things and that helps me show up for that. Given that as well too. I do want to caution people too is where I do all that. but there's also moments where I honor my feelings, right? Because like you said, we all have you know, it's this is something in, in time genius because I mentor in Marie Furlio's Time Genius program, and this is something that we call when you're in the moments of the trenches, right. And sometimes those moments, it's your body is calling you to rest, mm-hmm. to sleep well-being and proper nutrition and so you it's, it's it's a weird like you it's a fine balance but when you really are in tune with yourself in your work and you have really great self-awareness you will know the difference but sometimes for me when I go go and I'm like oh I need to show up and I'm like no 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 it's not about motivation you need to rest slow your roll close your computer close your planner and just go downstairs, veg on your Hallmark movie. I'm I love my Hallmark cheesy Christmas movies. I ain't ashamed to say it. I love it. That's my jam. I'll go down. We have the Hallmark channel. I'll watch a cheesy Christmas movie. I don't care if it's May, June, or July, I'll still watch it and I veg, right? Or I'll take a nap. So we really do have to recognize when our body, like that, like that lack of motivation, it's not like it's not for you to keep pushing. It is a call for you to simplify, to rest, and to relax, right? So this is why, like, we have to be watchful of that. But yes, you know, if you find yourself where you're not doing the thing, you're not showing up. Yeah, okay, you know what? You need some more discipline. You need to show up. But you've been doing it, and you go, go, go. And there's going to be things around you. And again, this is why practices, like, the meditation and the the stillness. You will know. Like, your your intuition, like, your higher wisdom, we ignore it. But that inner wisdom that we all have is going to tell you where to keep going or stop and rest and we need to hear that voice because if not and we keep pushing we're asking for trouble so we really need to identify that voice and know what it is
0: Mm -hmm. and like trouble can show up in so many ways yeah a lot of times it shows up in your body right
1: always yeah a lot of the times a lot
0: yeah, that's so true. And I feel like it's a very, like, quiet voice that tells you. And if you're too busy, it's hard to recognize that voice. Oh, like, shut yeah, on the computer. Yeah. Close the book. Turn your phone on. Do not disturb. <laughs> take a day off. I was, like, queen of, like, I just wore busy as a badge of honor. Right? I just love that. <laughs> but... Like you said, eventually that stops serving you and it shows up in many, many different ways. And I think we don't have to touch on all those possible ways, but eventually it catches up to you.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll be completely transparent right now. I mean, I had a crazy busy July and August and I remember my family, like, I mean, if you can hear me coughing and stuff, like I've had it for this past week and a half, but the past July, August was really busy. And my family, like they had, like they went through the cough and I'm like, oh, I'm healthy. I'm not getting it, blah, blah, blah. Then I got into this busy state. I start like I, some things fell off the wagon for me and I was just go, go, go. I'm like, let me just finish this off. I was pushing, boom, a week and a half ago, I caught it. And then now, I mean, I'm feeling much better, but the cough is lingering. Like I knew, like I knew there was certain things I needed to slow down on and I didn't. And all of a sudden, now, you know, it's not bad, like, bad, right? But like, this is that was an example for me, because I kept going, going, going. And of course, boom, I was hit with this cold. And, you know, a couple of days was down for a bit. And then now it's just this constant cough that won't go away, right? So your yeah. body's
0: like, okay, if you won't listen, I'm gonna force you to yep. listen right now. Start yep. to how you're gonna rest.
1: <laughs> oh, exactly. my gosh,
0: that's wild. I know. And it's like we know, but sometimes we just need reminders. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: a practice. It's a practice. And this is why I say we're we're not going to get it perfect. We all know what to do. We'll do it. And when you fall off of it, like I'm not harping on myself. I'm like, oh, all right, now you know, right? Have compassion and just have that awareness. So that way we'll recognize it when we're getting into that, right? So again, it's not about shame or blame, and getting a harping on ourselves for not, you know, we should know better, or do better. It's not about that. You've, you, Now you know. And then you just do better the next time. That's it. Yeah. I think as
0: women, we're pretty hard on ourselves sometimes.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: So that um, self-compassion could really help us in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we give a lot of that to our friends and family. Mm-hmm. We give, 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 but we don't give it to ourselves. And I know, like, I know I'm not the only one. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's, that's hard on themselves. And it's like, we have to give ourselves permission for some reason to allow ourselves to rest, to allow ourselves to not feel bad mm-hmm. about that either.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, rest is, a, to me, my rest is a business strategy because if not, I know the consequences of it. I can't show up for my clients. I can't show up the way I need to show up. Right. So mm-hmm. it is, it's something that we all need.
0: I think I used to, I don't know if, cause I'm older too, or if I'm smarter, wiser, yeah, a- <laughs> <laughs> but I love resting. I love oh, sleeping. Those naps. Sleeping. <laughs> I'm just like, nope, I need to go to bed. Like my kids will still be up and I'm like, I'm going to
1: bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I really feel like I can show up as a better version of myself for my business, for my clients, for my team and for my everybody, anybody who's, in my atmosphere is going to get a better version of me if I am rested. Yeah. Yeah. And for other aspects too, just like the exercising, like you said, you want to move your body. That really helps me. That actually gives me more energy as well. That really helps me a lot. And it also helps me to build confidence in myself Yeah, when I want to do something like go to the gym, but then I actually don't want to, when I wake up, I want to snooze for another hour. I don't want to go to the gym at five 30 in the morning, but guess what? After I do that, I feel so good Mm. and I'm proud of myself and I feel, Oh, I look better too. Like it's a win win, but it's hard to do those things sometimes. But if we can just find a way (laughs) to make it past that one, you know, doubting sound voice in your head, to skip past it, to do the thing that might seem a little challenging but is totally worth it, it really starts to pay off in so many different ways. No, so
1: Yeah, it's all about self-control too, right? Like they said, like, you know, they've done studies on this, right? The number one thing that determines success is self-control. So your ability to, you know, do the thing. And the beautiful thing about that is where if you can use, show up and do it enough times, all of a sudden it becomes a habit and then you don't need that much willpower, or self-control anymore. Then it's easier for you to do it. But initially as we build habits, right? we're not going to want to do it because we're not in the habit of doing it. We're not wired that way. But the more we show up and do it consistently through repetition, then we'd start to develop those habits and then we'll naturally do the thing. But we just need to get through that. And this is why going back to recognizing why you're doing it what's the consequences of not doing it right and then that can help you feel to just get up and actually do the thing over and over mm.
0: and there's like i haven't done a lot of research but i've read a few books on it and i know something that you know a lot about too is like your brain actually has different pathways in it yeah and when you do the same thing it actually creates like a deeper and deeper pathway and then it starts to become automatic and yeah. it's not so hard anymore can you Euros. like i'm not the expert on that can yeah. you share like Can you go a little deeper? Yeah, I I mean
1: it's like the same. I mean we hear this all the time: neurons, the fire together, wire together, right? So those neurons in our brain. So if it's where I'm going to get up, I'm going to work out, and that and and that thought pattern, it's going to wire, right? It's going to wire together and stay, and you're going to be creating new new neural pathways in your brain. And then when you create that, it's almost like things like like your habits, right? Then you'll naturally do the thing. But Before you do it, and this is why I love the work of Joy Spenza, where it's like about getting beyond yourself. Initially to build those habits, you need to get beyond and do it. But the more you do it, the better, you know, the more it's wired and it stays together. So if you think about it, like just like negative thoughts or the feeling of you're not good enough or procrastinating, sitting on your, sitting down and watching TV all day, it's firing, it's wiring, and that's who, you, you know, it's forming your identity. That's who you become versus the other thing. So anything that you want to wire, right? Just recognize it. And then you want to fire it together, meaning you want to use it. You want to put focus. You want to put energy. You want to see it. And then it's going to give it power and stay. And then this now, you start to develop a habit. And of course, when you develop those habits, and then when it's, you know, when you've now developed newer pathways, neural pathways in your brain, all of a sudden, the path is much easier, right? Because now it's just, you're just doing it almost by habit, right? So yeah, it's, it's the work to actually develop that.
0: Yeah. I love Joe Dispenza and his stuff is a little radical if you haven't gotten into that sort of side of, you know, mindset, but it's quite interesting and it's very powerful. Really if anybody's right? wants, I'll put a show notes there, his like a link to many, be one of his meditations or something like that. So anybody's like, who is Joe Dispenza? I want to know more about this. Yeah. Oh, um,
1: he's phenomenal. Everybody should be listening to his work. It's just... Uh, I mean, here's the thing, right? I think what I love about... What I love about the time we're living right now is where... In the past, it used to be like, oh, love attraction and thought become things And you feel like, you know, and then we're supposed to take it. And it's, you know, and I still love that. I, I love the, you know, I'm very into the metaphysical and everything else. But then you're also seeing now science showing you, like really showing you that we have that vibrational frequency around us. Like it's there, it's being measured. And even Joe's work where they're doing that meditation and you can see brain pattern, like things changing In real life, like that's showing you, right? We can't dispute that anymore. It's not before where, you know, we're, you know, we believed it within us and it's something that we took, you know, that's something our faith believed, like made us believe in, and many of us did, but there wasn't a proof that it's real. And many times now we're seeing like more and more developments showing us the proof of all this, So, which is to me is so exciting. And this is why for me, it deepens my faith in this work because I'm seeing it. And plus, I'm seeing it, the results for me and the people that I, I teach this to or some of my clients. And then I I, I do this, I, I, you know, I investigate the studies. I look at all this stuff and it just, it, for me, it just validates and reinforces it more and more. And it pushes me to keep doing, doing this work and sharing this work. Right. So.
0: Mm hmm. Well, thank you for showing up. Thank you for doing the work because you doing the work has an impact on anybody else who's been around you. And I am feeling the impact. I am learning. I am growing. I'm struggling through it, and you're helping me along. And Of course, anybody who's in my community, I hope that in turn, I will be able to help them too as a result of my um, growth. So it's such a ripple effect when you choose to pursue something that empowers you and allows you to grow as an individual. And something about this work just creates this energy that makes you want to help and share with other people because you're like, "Oh, I feel so good. This happened, that happened. I was able to do this." And then it starts to I don't know, I part of the reason why I'm kind of merging from going into beauty services, which was one way that I was helping people making them feel and look better to having this podcast and running a course and doing different things is a result of me taking a little tiny step day after day of doing something new that has helped me to start to continue. And I'm still learning and I'm still growing. I'm still learning how to believe in myself and do these different things that help me to improve. So thank you so much for, you know, being a person that took that leap and has continued to put in the work and continue to work on yourself. It's obvious in your energy and how you talk to people and how you show up that you are you know living what you're teaching so thank you so much for that i so appreciate that i know you had mentioned that you were writing about your book um planner launch that's coming up soon so anybody who's listening if you are interested to get that planner guys anybody here that's like if you're here this is like your gold <laughs> you i love planners
1: this is one of this is another one there's like three other versions of it. (laughs) Oh my
0: God. I mean, that's part of the tangible stuff that we all love to do. And of course there's other things in there that help you with different aspects. It's not just your to-do list. It's much deeper than that. So do you want to share if anybody's interested to get the planner for the 2024 season, plug it. Tell us. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well,
1: first of all, I do want to say thank you for what you just said earlier, because that to me is where this is why I do this work. This is why, like when I talk about But my fuel, when I'm not motivated, I think about not just like, let's say you, but how the ripple effect, right? To to me, because to me, this is how we change the world, right? It's not by me, but if I, you know, touch somebody, somebody else, and even just the work that you do and how many people that you touch, like now, even if I'm down about something, I'm going to remember this conversation and that's going to be part of my fuel. So thank you for that and for serving me in this way with that, with what you just said. So thank you for that. And second, with my planners, yes, my dream life designer planners are actually going to be shipping next month. So in October, so in the next week or two, but these are like a goal setting system that I created. So I also recognize that not a lot of people can invest in a coach or some are self-directed. So the system that I use with my coaching clients, I packed it into a book. So in the beginning, there's like a deep dive, like literally like there's the reflection, there's your goal setting between like what you want to feel and how you want to, you know, a lot of the things that we talked about here, it is infused in this planner. And when you're done with it, you literally will have a blueprint of how to achieve your goals in 2024. There's weekly deliverables. There's monthly check-ins. There's quarterly check-ins. There's affirmations every week. Um, and we do have, there's going to be a QR code at the front, which gives you a back inside at all access to some additional training And resources from me. So literally this is where, you know, it's like we call it like your accountability coach. I've had people tell me that it is a disservice to call it a planner because it's more than a planner, which I tend to agree. But yeah, like I've had people tell me that they've doubled their income using following the system but it's one of those things you got to use it to be able to achieve it because it is a lot of things that I've built into it and so yeah if you go to my website myempoweredliving.com you'll see planners on my website and it'll take you through there we've got some really great upgrades this year there's a limited edition that's really been popular where it's all it's you gotta see like there's hot stamping and it just really has the energy of what 2024 is going to be so you can check them all out there's five different ones to choose from and it's just really I feel like it's like my gift to people where you know I always say how much what other impact can I do that's beyond me that it's not just my one on one and the planners was one of it where you know for a certain amount of like you know um right now the pre-orders I think they're 45 the regular price is fifty dollars People can go, they can use it, and now they have something for the year to build them. And it, I don't have to be, you know, working with them one on one, but be- between the planners and they can sign up for weekly email coaching from the planners that they can do. That is my way of just expanding my reach even more than I can just doing one on one. So, yeah, people can check it out. I would love for them to, uh, yeah, to see and give me, you know, let me know what they think as they start to use it.
0: That's phenomenal. And that's a great first step. For anybody who's listening that has goals coming up in 2024, I'm sure we all do. (laughs) And you were like, yeah, I want to get working on my mindset. I want to start being more self-aware and self-reflective. Well, it sounds like you've just packed everything that we need into that book. So get over there and order your book. I'm definitely going to order one for sure. So I will get on there and order one myself as well. I so appreciate. I need to get my next year popping. So (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Amazing.
0: And if anybody else wants to connect with you, planner is obviously a great first step, but maybe somebody that's a little farther along or looking to have that one-on-one support and wants to connect with you further, what would be the best way that they can reach out to you to chat more about that?
1: Yeah. On my website, if they go to myempoweredliving.com, there's the coaching. You can download all my different coaching offering between my one-on-one, or it might just be a one-time strategy session that you need or any of my membership, yeah, you can definitely go in there as well. I'm also, you know, on YouTube, on Instagram and Facebook. So you can catch me there, but definitely my website will give you all the information. And plus you'll get to see, there's a lot of different, you know, blogs and stuff that I put a lot of different resources. It's all there. And if you jump in and join my email community, I've, you know, every week we do a lot of great tidbits. That's just for my email community. So you can check it out there as well. Okay,
0: perfect. I will make sure to grab all of those details because somebody might be driving or multitasking right now and like, oh my gosh, it's hard to remember all the information. So I'm happy to put all of that information in the show notes, the link to get the planner and all those different resources on your website. Cause I I know you provide a lot, a lot of resources for people. So I appreciate that. I know that takes a lot of time and energy to prepare those things. Um, So we appreciate that. And anybody who wants to take advantage, obviously you guys got a taste of what she's all about. And if you want more, you know where to find her. Thank you so, so much. And looking forward to our next coaching call. Yeah, this week. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much
1: fun. Thank you. Appreciate you.
0: Hey girl, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share a positive five-star review. And as a thank you for your love and energy, my team will send you a free copy of my social media content and goal planner please screenshot it and email it to info at priceless-beauty.com so we can get that to you right away. Until next time, let's stay connected on IG, come say hello at Priceless Beautygram. And don't forget, you are worthy and capable of achieving anything your heart desires.